Hello out there, you wildlings and free folk from beyond the wall in social isolation. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the Game of Thrones podcast that dares to watch the show backwards. If you've never heard the show before, let me quickly explain for you there, friend, because we got some show to get through. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show, but joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill, who has only ever watched the series for the first time ever in reverse order. Elliot, how are you, buddy? To quote the guy that got killed in this episode, I am Nish Nash Namash Dekumbash. I mean, did that happen? <laughs> yeah, like, this dude was talking, like, the most phony made-up language. Like, was it meant to be, um, uh, whatever? Um, I don't know what they speak in Marine. Marinian? It sounded so fake, and yeah, the one point that I laughed during the episode was when he said, and I quote, Nish Nash Namash to Kumbash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be low Valerian, I'm not too sure. But anyway, we just watched Season 5, Episode 2, entitled House of Black and White. For you out there playing at home, this one involves uh, Arya going, finally arriving at the House of Black and White, and Jon being elected Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Other than that, Elliot, what just happened? Oh, Nish Nash Namash to Kumbash. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to ignore that, isn't it? <laughs> it uh, sounds like something I would expect Kid Rock to yell in a bad rap rock. Rap, rap, <laughs> rap, rap. Bar way to bar to Nish Nash to Kumbash, baby. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it was all right. This episode got worse as it went along. It did. It really kicked off quite well. Yeah. Uh, and then just slowly went down and down and downhill. Man, I don't actually know, like, because I'm having a hard time remembering because I've been trying to think, like, because I have not really been liking season five and I feel like I've been way lower than I was at season six and seven. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, but- eight has its problems, but I feel like it's a bit of a, the good outweighs the bad, uh, they kind of outweigh each other rather yeah i gotta say this one was a bit like this whole season's been a bit more down than i remember it being um i think the problem really is that at a certain point through the show's run you knew certain characters got plot armor like the show was famous for killing off characters you really weren't expecting to and that at a certain point you know dan brady and john bum chauvey you just kind of knew they weren't going to die like, and it kind of lost a, an edge there where you got a sense that, okay, these are our main players now. Let's just see how that plays out. Yeah, that's a good point because for all I knew about this show being so much of a kill fest and not being mm. predictable and, like, so many people's favourite characters, like, going every week after week, yeah. like, I've mostly been sticking with the same people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, think... I've seen a few deaths, but, like, key players, mostly the same. Yeah, I mean, obviously season eight bumps off a bunch, but that's the final, so that's fair enough. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, we've been mostly. I haven't. You haven't been introduced to a new key player for it since Ramsey Snow came back to life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I think the biggest death it was Shireen, who you know burned at the stake. But that was more shocking that it happened, and that the other characters did that to her, rather than that that character died in the show. Yeah, I think that's it. The season is just really lacking like those big impactful moments, and maybe it's just because you know it's been a few weeks since the final episodes of this season, so mm-hmm. like less dramatic things have been happening. But yeah, I don't know. I felt like on the whole, I was enjoying. Like week to week, I was enjoying season six and seven a lot more than this. Yeah, I think on the forward watch, I think season five was more like, you know, winding the thing up and it's, you know, winding up its little snake in the jack in the box. And then you're just waiting for what happened in six. Um, yeah, because I'm a lot of interesting things happen in four if memory serves what happens when. So we'll get to that. But for now, yeah, it sort of, it feels weird to be, talking generally about season five on like our penultimate episode of this season mm. but i assume the first episode's going to be quite good so 
I feel like this is kind of wrapping up like the boring arc of this season. Yeah, presumably the you know your first episode of a new season is wrapping up all your cliffhangers, and then you start with the the new you know new storylines, new path that you're going on. Oh, that's a good point. So, so maybe it won't be that exciting. Maybe it won't be that exciting because you'll find out what happened to all the things. But um, yeah, I remember season six, ep one actually being yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean I can't remember it at all. Do we know what it's called? <laughs> uh, two, 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 two. The wars to come. Oh, wow. I've already got a joke about that. <laughs> Line up. That was quick. Yeah, we'll get to there. But for now, we must ask our first question, which is actually our second question. I have not labelled these well. Uh, uh, what is your MVP, your most valuable part of this episode? Or if you hated it, what's your least valuable part? Uh, Brienne of Tarth, aka Tilda Swanson. Yeah, but she rules. She oh, just rules. She, she just rules. She absolutely rules. She's all like, she's just uh sitting with Podrick in this, you know, cafe. We've been in cafe. This inn we've been to a couple of times where they're all eating pies, talking about how good the pie is. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, Podrick want his eye following this waitress around, being like, hmm, and notices Lord Baelish and Sansa Stark, and uh. There's a whole bunch of good little dialogue back and forth between Brienne and everyone else, and then a whole chase scene, which was great fun. I had no idea that fucking Littlefinger was her uncle by marriage. That is so fucked up. Littlefinger oh, yeah. sucks. Littlefinger <laughs> sucks, and boy does he Littlefinger in this one. Again, very effectively, because he's all like, oh, that's right, you were, you know, you swore to protect the Catelyn Stark. How'd that work out? Ooh, not so good. And you also, mm. you also promised to guard Renly Baratheon. How did that... What happened to him again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Murdered by a shadow with the face of Stannis. Yeah, sure it was. Oh, Lady Sansa. Oh, this bitch. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Littlefinger and Tyrion being sort of uh, having the gift of the gab, you know, sort of seeing those two sides of that coin. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're interesting characters. They always have an interesting dynamic. Everyone who talks for a living in this one is is pretty good, I got to say. Because as much as I hate, you know, Lord Baelish in this. His speeches are good. He's he's well done in this one. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah. And he starts off with a whole uh Ma Merinly Frick these people's names, they're a tongue twister on their own. Yeah, it was all like Renly Baratheon said your loyalty came for free. It looks like someone's paid for it since then with all your flash armor and your nice sword. Ooh, mm. you suck, bitch. But yeah. then, yeah, she engages in this awesome action sequence that was really my most valuable scene in the episode as well as um, just, like, the acting of everyone involved in this thing, even down to Podrick, fucking hell, like, yeah. his wussy acting is so <laughs> wonderful. Gets kicked off his horse and lands in a river, he's like, but now I'm wet. <laughs> Throws the stone hopelessly. <laughs> I mean, You're unarmed. I do love how he just totally missed the guy's like, oh, wow, dude, <laughs> just... I'd, I mean, I'm still going to kill you, but jeez. Yeah, I'm not going to feel good about it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a proud man. Then, you know, uh, Brian rides in, is like, duck, and then he just keeps ducking. <laughs> uh, good, good stuff. But even then, like... Uh, when you she's can all, stand up now, Podrick. Yeah. yeah. When even they're just, like, readying it all, and he's all, you know, she's like, oh, Podrick, go ready the horses. We only have one horse. Then find other horses. Yeah. No, and it's really cool how, yeah, she's trying to slow them down as well by letting their horses go and, like, stabbing mm. a couple and... Uh, yeah, I just I thought these were really cool directed action sequences. Yeah, and just there was a good bit of violence, which we'll just skip ahead to that question, because not too much in this episode where she just stabs a dude through the neck. I think both mm. you and I went, ooh, because it was no. really effective. No, it was it's a really cool three-hit combo as well, because she, yeah, swung and shattered his sword, you mm. know, disarming him, slicing his throat, but yeah, just still fucking stamping that envelope with a nice big, Sword through the neck. Ah, and he's all... <laughs> as you do. Like, he was done on combo uh, he, he, the first part as well. Yep. Kill, killed him five times before he hit the ground. For you know? real. Oh, yeah. 
Man, that actually had my MVP too as well. Uh, I am going to give a quick shout out to, uh, you know, we always like to mention the bit actors, the one who only get one uh, episode to do one thing and do it really well. There's a guy who's uh, like a former slave who's you know, advising Daenerys on whether or not she should kill this prisoner or not. And he does a great job, I think. He's speaking all in what I, I, I'm pretty sure is low Valerian, mm. but um, he still emotes. I, he still gets the point across. I believe everything he does, even though I don't understand what he's saying. No, and I've got to say, I thought that actor as well who was... um begging for the death of is that what he was doing in that moment yeah he was like no no you need to kill this guy because he sucks and that's you know people here don't understand trials and mercy and justice they understand blood oh sorry that is who you were talking about yeah the guy who gets no no i was talking about the guy the guy at the end of the episode who gets executed yeah 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 because i thought yeah despite the ridiculousness of the language that he was speaking at the time which i thought just it sounded way too silly like i thought he was doing a very good at- job at acting and i kind of mm-hmm. felt bad giggling at him yeah acting through a conling has got to be very hard yeah so, yeah i don't know how people do it but well done everybody especially when you're trying to have to produce tears while saying st- stuff like and i quote nish nash to mash to come bash <laughs> I mean, it's an important part of that culture, man. You shouldn't make fun. Oh, man. Well, I mean, what, do I have any other nominees for MVP? Let me have a quick glance here. Nope. No other nominees for MVPs. No, I think I think it's absolutely Brian's uh, chase down. That was awesome. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, brings us to our other question of violence. I have two little Vs for mm-hmm. other violence. Yep. Uh, Arya takes the head off a pigeon. Yep. Yep. Oh, and the execution as well was totally off screen. Yeah, yeah. And he had a sickle and everything. Oh, I wanted to see it's that. It's a cool player. curvy sword. So yeah, this was a, you know, um, what's his name? Who I can't remember? Who changed actors between this and I think the last season? You yeah. get to see that transition. Uh, he and Grey Worm are having this discussion about hunting people down. It's a pretty good back and forth where he's all like, you know, the Unsullied are completely obvious and terrible at being incognito, whereas his, you know, mercenaries, they drink and they whore and they follow people home and then they mm. break their fingers and get information out of them and all that. Walk into a house and, you know, Grey Way has this moment of, there's no one here. Oh, you fucked up. And the guy's like, oh, see, the trouble is you're not afraid of anything and you've forgotten, and not being afraid, you've forgotten how to hide and just stabs a wall and the dude's behind it. It's like, noise. Yeah. So yeah, they have a, now have a son of the harpy they've captured and they're debating whether or not he should be put on trial or just <laughs> killed outright. Uh, Daenerys is kind of ba- debating it, but doesn't get the chance because this other slave guy sneaks in. Actually, a lot of people sneak in. This is everyone. Yeah. Everyone was in on this inside job and just <laughs> do it for her. Yeah, like there wasn't a lot to these scenes, like, but I think this is the most I've liked Marine. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Which is saying something. Most well, of uh, Marine has bored the fuck out of me. Yeah, I will say because after they, you know, execute the guy who killed this harpy, um, you know, there's the entire crowd start hissing at Daenerys and they start throwing rocks and stuff. <laughs> and, okay, there were yeah. two big laughs for that episode. For starters, <laughs> yeah, mass hissing always sounds dumb. <laughs> Ooh, it's like what are you in a like silent movie? Yeah, you know. No, well, I was watching Community the other day, and you know they're all around the table, and they start booing at Jeff, yeah. and then there's this moment where uh, Troy just breaks out and goes, "Oh, boo!" <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> saying boo at someone you don't like is kind of ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. As is a hiss. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think we've collectively gotten there as a society. How do we, as a crowd? I mean, boo <laughs> is the best we got. I say yeah. hoot. 
<laughs> oh, that's just pointing out rubes. <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah, if the Night's Watch really wanted to get under his uh, uh, Samwise's skin with Gilly, they just go, oh, Gilly's here. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, so the point my, I was making, though, they all Sorry. like hiss it up. No, I mean, we, I, I just know we're going to steer off into, you know, talking about Sam from another series. Uh, no, they're all hissing at Dan, Dan Brady and throwing rocks and stuff. That kind of never comes up again, that she's losing the people a little bit. No, it really doesn't, because well, then it's about the fighting pits where yeah. I guess she gets people back on side. I suppose, maybe. Was... Oh, but that was our other note of violence, yeah, guy getting stabbed through the wall. That was very good. Yeah, oh, that whole scene. I do really like his whole bit about, you know, fear is useful, and that helps you figure out, you because you're an unsullied and you don't fear anything, you can't think like a person who's afraid. Yeah, because Grey Worm is, you know, a, a very prideful person, obviously oh, yeah. got a bit shattered there. Like mm. He's like, okay, I guess you got it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when they become a buddy cop duo, and they're better, better, gray woman, that guy. <laughs> so brief. Yeah. Just, it could have been great. Uh, the other buddy cop movie we had was Varys, Varys and Tyrion hanging around in this box while Tyrion is just like, ah, it sucks in here. But again, mm. they, have, they have some fun banter. Uh, I don't know if I, yeah, was just, um, I mean, because this scene was social isolation. It's just. It was a little too real for you right now. <laughs> a little too real. Yeah, fair. Well, I do like Tyrion. I want to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, I can walk. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just I making know. excuses. And I'm just being dramatic. God. <laughs> no, I do like uh, he, Tyrion's like, oh, there's a bug in my wine. It's like, oh, well, then maybe you'll actually eat a solid. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then I do like uh, when, you know, he's like, Cecil Lannister has put out a price on your head. And he's like, well, should have put made that price her cunt because it's the best part of me for the best part of her. Hey-oh! Hey. <laughs> it was a good line. I actually thought it was a decent transition of how many dwarves could there be or whatever. And yeah. it's like <laughs> slamming the decapitated head. Not him. Yep. Um, oh, there's another note of violence. Oh, yeah, decapitated head. See, it's not the same if you don't see it come off. Then it's mm. just a prop. Oh, that's interesting. We saw the a decapitated head without a decapitation, and we saw a decapitation without, yeah. like, the evidence. Yeah, yeah, true. We've got both sides of the coin. Mm. Neither one is satisfying as having a coin. Mm. Yeah, but uh, they dump their head on Darth Maester's table, and they're all like... Oh, you wanted a coin? You lost this. Ooh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't. Actually, I was about to say you can't do magic tricks on a podcast, but who, who's to say that you cannot? Doves from everywhere. Is you this your card? It is. Yeah, I just became the only audio magician. Yep. Think about what card you were holding, audience. That's exactly the card that Beach just pulled out there. Oh, yeah. For every single one listening, all like 15. Nice. I'm great at this. Um, yeah, so I don't know, what do we got on this? Just Darth Maester is there, and I do like when everyone leaves, it is like, oh, take the head, and like, oh, actually, I kind of want the head, can I just, I'll just put it over there with the other heads, I'll just fiddle with that later. <laughs> See if I can attach it to the mountain in some way. Yeah, just, I'm thinking maybe put a head on his back, and then he'll be able to see out his back, that's, mm. that's awesome, right? That would be very useful for a warrior. Yeah, he just keeps adding bits. Yeah. <laughs> just ends up with Goro. Sick. Yeah. Not going to lie, that would have been way better. Imagine that thing fighting <laughs> the Hound. Fucking hell. <laughs> hey, hey. And yeah, he also gets declared in this episode to be the Master of Whispers. I'm like, that is a dope name. Yeah, I I found this scene kind of interesting, actually. Mm, the small with... council with uh, Cersei basically just handing out roles to anyone who's complaining. Yeah. Yeah, Seesaw and the old British stereotypes. Yeah, weird. that's a weird band name, but I'll take it. Yeah, because you have fancy British. Oh, I'm the Lord of Coin now. <laughs> oh, yes. And then you had the Well I Never guy. Mm -hmm. I think he was the Whispers, Lord of Whispers. I'd say, oh, Lord of Whispers. <laughs> and an extremely proud person. I can tell what you're doing, cunt. 
Yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm yeah. going back to constantly rock out, piss off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a, a row, room of British men. <laughs> just kind of look through here. Oh yeah. Then we move to. Uh, yeah, because there was no nudity in yeah, this no, one. Yeah, I know. I, I literally forgot the question. Nudity. Moving on. Yeah. There was none. Not even any cock talk. Not even. Gonna, I know. I enjoy my cock talk. It's funny. Bron was there with a new lady and having a quick <laughs> chat with Jamie, and there was no cock talk. I did freaking love that bit. Bron, mm. everything he does is great. And I got, got a great little of like a game of pythons where he's looking at, <laughs> they're looking at the, their castle together. It's like, oh, it's a lot. He's like, yeah, that's a pretty good house. It's, it's only a model. Yeah. <laughs> and so what happens to this girl then? Uh, we never see her again. Yeah, I know. Like, did he just. Later, bitch. Pretty much. Well,. Jamie Lannister promised better things, and he always goes for better things. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's Bronn's way, and that's why he's awesome. Mm. I do like how his wife kind of fangirls out at Jamie Lannister. Like, oh, Jamie Lannister. Yeah. <laughs> Runs over, and there's like, ah, run along, love. He's like, she's like, I wanted to meet Jamie Lannister. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad fangirl. Well, no, I just feel sorry for her because, yeah. Like, am I going to see her anymore? Or I don't think so. Yeah. Because I just felt bad because her character is so obviously one-dimensional and just yeah. unfleshed out. It just felt like, I don't know, they did her a disservice. Yeah, she's boring and her sister's mean and Bronn's all like, oh, well, maybe something unfortunate will happen to your sister, then we can live in this castle because uh, yeah. that's the way Bronn operates. Yeah, I guess if it was part of a bigger story, yeah, but it just it felt like, yeah... Um, a chirpy, naggy girl is chirpy and naggy. Like, yeah, it was pretty much. a bit of a reduction, and I didn't really like it. Yep, no, it's fair. But again, this, she's just there for the purpose. She's kind of meant to be boring because, mm. yeah, it's meant to be just illustrating how this is what Bron wants. He comes full place to settle down and live and doesn't really care who with because, hey, he, he's fine. Yeah. He's happy. He's rich. He's got a nice place. It's all good. But yeah. So, what are the other questions on your questionnaire? Have we done them all? Yep. <laughs> I have a bunch more notes, but they weren't really related to any particular part. So, yeah. I gotta say, okay, the Arya thing. Is this how she proved herself to get into the thing? This was fucking nothing. Yeah. Why was he all of a sudden willing to accept her? She didn't do. Like, she stayed out the night of the thing mm. and then threw a coin away and fucked off. Yep. Like, what? Like, oh, no. So, yeah, she rocks up to the house of black and white and knocks on the door and, like, a guy. Also, it's not the house of black and white. It's the house with the black and white doors. I know. It's, I don't know. It's a, this is the, it's a mostly beige place. And it's then actually you get... huge as well, like, as in tall. Yes. Like, every time we see her inside it, she's going downstairs. Never upstairs. What is in the top floors of these? Just, like, actually really nice bedrooms and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. That maybe are black and white, but yeah, all I've seen is beige and then blue lit beige and then black and white doors. Anyway, she rocks up these black and white doors. She knocks, she hands this guy the coin. She asks for this guy by name. He's like, no one here by that name. Closes the door. And then she just like stays there for maybe a day or two and then throws the coin in the water and walks off. It's like, you tried once. Yeah. Like maybe that that dude doesn't, this place is huge. That dude doesn't know everyone who lives here. Rap on the door again. Yeah, I know. Be like, are you sure? I do have a coin. Look at it. It's all coin shaped. But no, because she almost gets fucking mugged in the street. That's why he's turning up. Fuck off. This I, sucked. I, d- <laughs> I don't know, man. Because once again, the second we find out the guy who answered the door is actually, you know, Assassin's Creed, the dude. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, it's just all like, he's immediately cryptic. He's like, oh, dude, you, you kind of suck. Yeah. Like, to be perfectly honest, I know she gets there, but I feel like it's it's in spite of you, not because of you. No. And, like, for all of his fucking cryptic, vague, you know, complete this specific task with only my stupidly out there instructions, mm. for this to be so 
such an unfocused and un impactful introduction to her mm-hmm. staying in here just it pissed me off <laughs> yeah fair maybe it wasn't so much about the time uh, part where you know she gets cornered by these three guys and and stares them down and more about he saw her kill that pigeon was like nice mm. now if you can do the same thing but with peeps we can, <laughs> we can do this we can work it's a natural evolution mm-hmm. pigeons to peeps to people well you got to go via pigiotos first uh, no <laughs> No one wants to stab Pokemon. That's fucked. <laughs> uh, but I do like when she's sitting on the porch reciting the names on her kill list. You know, Cersei and uh, Walder Frey and the mountain. mountain. And then she got to like what sounded like Merlin Trout. And I'm like, is that Stabface? That guy's name is stupid. <laughs> Merlin Trout? Oh, the guy we like, she fucking owned. Oh, yeah. Just stabs in the eyes and yeah. Merlin Trout. I mean, I think that's, that's what it sounded like she was saying. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. Maybe because he does live in this dockside town, you know, it's like why, you know, some people have the last name Smith derived from Blacksmith. You know, a lot of people, last names He's based on jobs. There. He's just there when he dies. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Eh, I don't know, <laughs> His man. father was a Troutman and his father. And his father before him, Trout's all the way down. Like everyone assumed that Arya, when she was working her job, her last name was Cockles. Yeah. <laughs> Oysters, clams and Cockles. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. Hyphenated. It mm-hmm. was... I know, big family polyamorous family joined businesses anyway whatever <laughs> there's some weird fanfic for you <laughs> but certainly not the weirdest it's not even the weirdest shit in game of thrones polyamory would be quite tame actually yeah, compared true. to a lot quite, of the shit we've watched quite so <laughs> uh we then go i mean my next note is about uh seesaw and jim jam lannister who are having this little meeting and i like that she's got this elaborate box set up and he walks in and kind of lifts it up and she already knows what's inside so it's like the inside is like a, a you know serpent statue holding you know Marcella's necklace, so they, it's a warning. And it, but what I like is she had to have opened that and then set it back up for him to do, reveal it himself. Yeah. So she has to be like, okay, you got to lift this part. That, hang on, how are you supposed to hold it to get? Like, can someone hold the other side Fucking while I Dornish push the puzzles. pin in? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to turn the pin? I fell apart. Again. But we're getting this. It's effective. <laughs> Maybe if you turn this part topwise. Bring me some of the king's men to help me with this. But we only serve the king. Just do it. Just, oh my God. Just <laughs> just hold one side of it. Yeah, pretty much. It's what it's those little details that I always enjoy thinking about that happen off screen. Mm. No, definitely. Uh, we have a bit of Dornish lady. Just hate watching Marcella walk around with her son. And we've discovered that she's a citizen. No, that's what I was saying. I was about to say that that's her, you know. Mo- mothers clearly hate dating in this show, but that's, you know, that's not even, she just hates Marcelo. It's got nothing to do with, yeah, I, I got that note wrong. Yeah, again, it's setting up some things that I've seen the exciting conclusion mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, the scene really lacked any impact for me. Yep, and she talks to wheelchair guy, and he's actually a very awesome leader. He's very fair. Yeah. He's all like, Marcella didn't do anything wrong. Also, you know, um, what's-his-face died in, you know, trial by combat. That's not murder. We can't really, you know, why would we ride it you know start a war over that that's stupid she's like ah you suck he's like yeah whatever bitch (laughs) i'm sad that guy died yeah well maybe we'll see more of him i don't remember so i'm gonna say no oh fair enough yeah the only other notes i have really is like the sam gilly callous girl Mm -hmm. stuff which actually was a back and forth i really enjoyed yeah yeah me too when with all three of them i thought that was a great character dynamic yeah when sam from another series is sitting there reading and um shireen is teaching gilly how to read and you know does the whole s oh snake kind of thing a lot of hissing in this episode yeah <laughs> uh and then sam's like oh did you know the the youngest lord May- commander ever elected was 10 years old and gilly's just like 
I know S. That was such a fucking well-delivered <laughs> line. I loved it so much. I gotta like. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know S. <laughs> mm-hmm. It goes <laughs> like snake. Yep. I don't know how she does it. She just talks with her teeth wide. Yeah, just all <laughs> teeth in that mouth. Mm. Yeah. But then, yeah, the whole John getting elected head of the Night's Watch, yeah, I could have done without this scene. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit messed stuff. This person did this thing. Oh, rabble, rabble. This rabble. person did this thing. Rabble, rabble. Uh, I mean, but I did enjoy Samwise's little bit of stand-up. I was know. about to say, when, you know, he, he stands up to nominate John and the, and the other guy who loses his head in the next episode... Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, it was all like, oh, Jon Snow just fucks wildlings. Ah, who are you on someone who fights wildlings? And the guy's like, oh. and then Sam has this great bit of, yeah, like, oh, it's true, you know, but, you know, you did cower next to a wildling and her newborn baby when the wildlings were attacking us, so guess you suck because you also <laughs> pissed yourself. <laughs> but just how he says it's so Sam as well, but also yeah. it's, it's good to see him get a few digs in. He so rarely does. Yeah, what was the actual phrase in here? He was in a mess of his own creation. Mm-hmm. Puddle of his own making. God, it is very fucking Python of Monty. Oh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I think I had an earlier bit. Now I can't remember what it was. Yeah. All right. I think it was just, I knocked on the door once. What else am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this just placed at the end of the episode, which then was followed by the Arya thing. It just, yeah, I think it left a sour taste in my mouth. Because mm-hmm. again, going over, you know, the whole episode, maybe I um, was being a little bit harsh at, it at the top, but... Yeah, to be honest, again, a lot of talking, not a lot of action, mm-hmm. and not a lot of engaging content. Nope, that's fair. Because, yeah, when I was writing down what are the key points of this episode for people at home and trying to remember what happened, it was just Arya goes to a house and Jordan gets selected. Yeah. That's it. Arya does have the good uh, line when, you know, these guys surround her and they're like, oh, that's a nice sword. It'll be worth 100 gold at least. And she's like, nothing's worth anything to a dead man. Mm. It's like, ooh, nice. No, I mean, Maisie Williams rules. Yeah, as as she always does. She's been really helping me through all this fucking bobcats and bob cunts and whatever. Yeah, but I am out of notes then, so we must ask our final question, unless you got anything else? Oh, uh, yeah, the last shot with um, Daenerys and the dragon coming, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, like, I think it was meant to look pretty, but I don't, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either, because it was basically just heavily labored metaphor! Yeah. It's like, you know, she's clearly losing her grip and power because she's had all these people who formerly loved her now booing her and she's got this dragon that won't obey her anymore. And it's just, yeah, I got it. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like they were going for... Yeah, a pretty outro, and it just, I don't know, it didn't land for me. It didn't look good. And also knowing that the resolution to that is Deus Ex Dragon when she's in the fighting pits, and it just rocks up. And you're like, uh, oh, really? That's the conclusion. She doesn't prove her worth to her own dragons anymore. It yeah. just comes back, and everything's fine. But yeah, the only other note I had was, um, again, with fucking me being annoyed with people being vague. Little fingers, just slight hand gesture for people to move aside. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's what I'd take that to mean. Yeah. Like, and to be honest, like, it was such a small, like, unimpactful movement that I'd be like, what do you want me? Has she got something on her face? Like, do you want me to brush something? Just brush it gently. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like, uh, you know, every time there's a nod and then they kill person. Yeah. You're like, well. (sighs) Why did you do that? It's like. I need words. (laughs) Yeah. I I want there to be a scene. It's like, no, no, we talked about this before we had the meeting. A nod means kill them. Let them go. And a nod. Like by shaking my hand means kill them. Yeah. Like you you do the opposite of what you think it is. I want to try to trick him to be dramatic and shit, you know? Okay, <laughs> you got it? We each speak like five fucking languages. Yeah. Lose words from any one of those. Just just, you know, it, communication is essential in these life and death situations. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. 
I'm much the same way. I'm I'm just get to the point. Speak your mind. But I'll not. I am out of notes. All right. Let's ask our final question. How did we get here? Oh well, I've been informed by uh, yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we already covered this. Uh, the next episode's going to be called "The Wars to Come." Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's going to be a bunch of celibate people that really want to break from their oppressive regime that are preventing them from ejaculating. So they go for wars so they can come. Right. Well, sounds gross, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out. I guess I Daenerys is going to fight for her power to squat. Well, much. <laughs> Much like uh, in the last episode where Tyrion was tired of being in the box, in this one he was in the box, so in the next one we're going to see him get into a box. Oh, nice. Yes, presumably. What's in the box? What's in the box? Tyrion. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I don't, how many threads do we have to go back through? To be fair, there was also uh, talk of battle with the wildlings. So we might see some of that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Pod and Bray will show up to that place. Ah, you will get on a boat. (laughs) Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I feel like next one might be a little bit more boring than we hope. But we'll find out next time on Thrones of Game. Till then, I've been BT Calloway. That's been Elliot J. O'Neill. Nish Nash to Master Kumbash. And for now, our watch has ended. Kumbash. Ich weiß, ich mach's bekannt, weiß.